How much football do you watch a week? I watch, I watch two games on Sunday. I tape three. Right. Then I watch the Monday game. And then Tuesday, I watch one of the three that I taped. Wednesday, I watch another one. Then I watch the Thursday night game. And then Friday, I got to watch the Sunday night game. Then okay. Saturday, I watch college football. Okay. And it's fine. Okay. Because I have a simple male brain that can just sit there and just, just enjoy it. I can just en enjoy it. So, so does your wife watch any of these games with you? Does she? No, she has the female complex, multitasking brain. That's why they can't be happy. They, they just, they just always, they're like, what is that lizard that can look at two things at once? That's what they're like. So they got the shoes they want, and then they see some other woman walking in going, oh, look at this skinny bitch over here. She thinks she's cute, right? And they, that's what I've learned. Oh, God. You know what makes women happy? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing makes them happy. And that is why they have slowly taken over the NFL, because it annoys them that, that we can just sit there with, like, a pizza and a drink, like, eh, that's not holding! And just, just be like, <laughs> and enjoy ourselves. There's not the points against if you don't score points. Because it, it, it's an indicator of how the rest of the season <laughs> Stop it. Out. It Get is. Your hat off. Take that it's hat off. You're losing your mind. tequila night i feel like things will be uh far more lucid and probably not in spanish although if you do want to hear our spanish broadcast dave please cut over to espn deportes correct oh and, and, uh, uh oh what do we got joe got the all right we got uh so we got dave we got joe b yo what's up guys and we've got the four, one of the 4-0 teams. I'm going to make a case. One of the two teams that are 4-0 are complete pretender team tonight. Uh, we've got the one that may or may not be the pretender, the mean machine, Dennis R. Garza. Thank you for that uh, warm welcome. I, and yes, I am one of the great pretenders. What's going on, Ruben? Good to see you. Thank you. Doing good. Thank you very much. It was the old man's birthday. He turned 74 this Monday. So shout out to Mr. Garza. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Your, your, eye, your eyes are small slits at this point in time. <laughs> I don't People know. cannot in, even. In the words of Ruben on your golf game, Dennis, that green's as big as a fucking landing strip. How did you miss it? That thing was huge, wasn't it? That thing was huge. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Dave, lead us off. What, what do you think 
we're going to, as usual, we're going to go through last week's games. We're going to talk about uh, the upcoming games. What's the biggest surprise this year to you, uh, Dave? I'll be honest. The biggest surprise this year thus far was how fucking bad the podcast was last week. We typically do a good job on that, no matter how bad the games are. And unfortunately, you and I are the worst two teams in the league. And then we shit that bad on the podcast as well. So we, we pretty much fucked everything up. So tonight has got to be our renaissance to see what happens. And uh, tonight will probably be a lot of you and other people telling me how bad my team is. And we'll get to that. And I'm sure it'll be number one on the agenda and a lot of beatings. And we'll see. It is what it is. Is that what you want to hear? That's a great contribution to the conversation. Do the violins. Oh, that that's probably going to happen. I'll throw I'll throw one out, and then I'm going to hand off to Dennis and, and to Joe. In terms of the biggest surprise of the year, to me, it is how actually uh, John said this earlier this week. The parody this year is crazy. That there's no team that's even semi dominant. In, in terms of total points scored, save the one that I don't think is the pretender at 4-0, the mean machine. I think Dennis is having a very good season, despite having Russell Wilson as his quarterback. But I'm just surprised. There's no rhyme or reason to anything this year, Joe. Uh, I have to agree. If you look at the standings, there are six teams that are 2-2. Two and two. There are four teams that are 1-3, which only leaves two teams to be 4-0. And one is a pretender, and that'll probably be covered later in the pod. Anything stick out to you this year so far? We're four weeks in. I think we have a 13-week season, so we're we're nearly a third through it. Yeah, what stands out is none of the teams are very good. You know, it's it's hit or miss. You're you're scoring a bunch of points or you're not scoring anything. And it varies from week to week. So there's no, yeah, it's, it's all over. Dennis, what are you seeing out there? The mean machine. That's not me. Um, I think from the perspective of the real game, the running backs aren't carrying their weight this year. Uh, from the pro game, you know, we've seen. <laughs> No, I, I agree with you. There was an article in The Athletic about that yesterday or the day before. Yes, what happened to the running backs? Uh, all right, let's 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 get into the games, and, and we'll start with uh, with my matchup. Since we're talking about running backs, I picked number one pick in the draft, Jonathan Taylor. I think everyone that had a number one pick in a lame snake draft rather than auction draft took Jonathan Taylor. So there's a whole army of us out there. Jonathan Taylor – Popped a whole three points. I, I don't even see a future where he can score a touchdown on this Colts team. Although there, a couple of the running backs did fine last night, but it was against the Broncos. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been just okay. Uh, DK Metcalf has outscored AJ Brown since the trade, but you know Kittle's not helping a lot. I uh, I had ninety one against the Teds, one twelve. Uh, this is a team that I still believe in it for some reason. This may end up being a rebuilding year. Uh, as I indicated on the podcast last week, unknowingly, I was completely focused on my bench. And I do like my bench, but I'm going to have to move some of these guys up. I'm going to just have to burn the ships, and we're just going to have to 
I don't know, maybe Isaiah Pacheco starts getting starts for me. I don't, I don't even know. I think the bigger side of the story is the Ted's win again. The Ted's win again, Dave. You, and you and I made the big uh, side bet last week. Are you believing in the Ted's yet? I think you have a better chance of finishing above the Ted's than the Ted's above you. So you're not a believer in the Ted's. Now, he did – I had suggested – on a podcast, I think last week or the week before, that he should have Tony Pollard in his starting lineup. Tony Pollard put up one point. Uh, and then he made that big trade with Cousins, and he got uh, the the kid from uh, the Duvernay. Yeah. All, all Kevin Duvernay. Duvernay, thank you. He might do well this week because uh, I don't think uh, Bateman's playing. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, it's that, that was a quality move for him. Everyone knows that the second wide receiver – on the Ravens has had at least 200 receiving yards for the year total the last few years. So I'll probably get 15 to 20 yards a week. We'll see. He might run a kickback too and only get six points for it. Look, the, the issue with the Teds last week was Lamar had 14 points. And if you're not getting 30 points out of Lamar, and uh, I think Pollard had one, one fucking point. One point. And if you're not getting 10 out of him, uh, you're probably going to lose. So I think, I think the Teds have a good team. But uh, look, like anything else this season so far, to date, uh, there's been no consistency among players and teams. And at this point, it's a crapshoot. Week five is interesting, though, because starting in week five, that's where you start to see trends and teams breaking out. Because it is – even if you have terrible teams, you can have a bunch of one, three, two, and two. Even even teams three and one, although we don't have a three and one team, even the four and oh teams, they can fall apart after week five. The sample size is so small at this point in time. Plus the injury factor, Dennis, you know all about this. Oh, yeah. I think one of the four no teams may already be falling apart. So, uh, who's who's falling apart? Listen, I'm just glad I have the entire back uh, backfield for the Denver Broncos going forward. You know what I mean? It's got a lot of faith there. Got a lot of faith. All right, let's talk about the mean machine. I do think that through four games. So that's my caveat: is it's four games, it's a small sample size. Uh, but I do think that you're the the real t- the real deal as, as far as a four and O team. You would have to have such a crater to not get to the playoffs. However, there is no one else in the whole world that I know that could somehow take this surefire victory and turn it into a defeat. You know, it reminds me back when we used to play golf, and you say that's a really good drive, Dennis. A great shot, Dennis. And then I would totally flood the next one. I said, don't talk good to me out here. So listen, you know, I squeaked by Dave last week. Y'all gave me a bunch of props. I appreciate it. But you know what? Don't talk good about my team because you're just going to fuck it up. Hey, Dennis, let me play through. Come on, through. You're not, you're not, uh, you're not winning a championship with Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. (laughs) And uh, I think you got cousins on the bench. I, I think you ought to start Cousins. Uh, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty, my friend. He just scored thirty going up against Indy. I got to give him a shot. But. I think uh, in in Marshall Andrews didn't produce for you last week. Uh, so between 
you know, Russell and Andrews, it, it was a tough week for you, but I, I still think you're head of the class. Okay. Uh, if we, if we have a best team in this league, I think it's probably you at this point. Did you just call Mark Andrews, Marshall Andrews, or did I miss Mark, you? Mark, Mark, Mark. Okay. It's okay. That's just me. In, in Marshall Andrews. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be talking about Javante Williams, right? It's, I, I, I agree with everything that's going on here. I think you, Dennis, you had challenges at the quarterback position, as you know, but you could work through those. Your saving grace is that Jamal Williams has been an absolute fucking stud thus far. Yeah, even if cool. Swift comes back, he may be a running back too, but you're going to have to find someone below him. So, but you have enough people on your bench to maybe be trade, do something. I believe, um, I believe that was the first game I actually started him, uh, started Jamal. Well, you had to, right? Because Swift was out. And yeah. Yeah. Who's the best offense in the league? Unbelievably enough, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. So it's yeah. I mean, your 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 lineup is strong. If you can, <laughs> the Russell Wilson thing is unbelievable. Who would have thought that he'd be this yeah, bad? Quite frankly. Well, you, and you were right we're, there. We're gonna wince with an eight. Najee Harris. I mean, the Steelers. Well, that's look. I, I drafted Prescott. Is he great? No, hasn't played a game. Whatever it is, what it is. Najee Harrison, the same thing Michael said. He's my first round pick. He's he he's been mediocre at best. He just doesn't get the ball. Two times that asshole from Pittsburgh, the University of Pittsburgh, stole his fucking one yard carry at the goal line, where it's a different story. Look, it is what it is. My team is not good. I still don't think they're terrible. I think they have the ability to be all right. I hope that Dak Prescott ends up playing football at some point. Yep, Dave. The only thing I'll tag on to. Your team is that Darren Waller and Jalen Waddle uh, last week were what they put up a combined 10 points. Yeah. Uh, you can't win games when your tight end's putting up five and your, I think he was in your flex position, uh, puts up five. That's the story of the season for, I, I think that's for everybody this year, not, not just you. It's, it's, it's a league wide issue, no doubt. And then what, what does Bridgewater do for Waddle going forward? I don't think those guys will be much different. Two was having a good year. I think he was a little bit overhyped. I think Bridgewater will be able to throw the ball just like Tua did. Mr. Gang signs. Stop it. He was legitimately fucked up in that game. That's uh, I wish I had a – I could take a, a photo of what Joe's doing right now. Stop <laughs> Not a photo. Uh, you know, feeds up the version of this. Um. I think a lot of us are in these trap positions and I don't feel, I mean, you have it every year and I'll explain what I mean by a trap position with your roster. Every year it comes up. I think there's more of them this year. So in my case, I can't not play uh, Jonathan Taylor. If he's healthy, you, you just yeah, can't, no way. Not, right. You don't want that on the bench. Uh, Dave uh, Waddle, you have to play him every week. You can't not play Waddle and Waller who I've had before. He's like Pitts. It's constant with him. It is what it is, yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up this point because this is where I thought you guys were going to go. I made a couple of shrewd moves last week to pick up a pretty good defense and kicker. They got me 32 points. If I yeah, wouldn't I have done that, I would have scored like fucking 70 again. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Really. That's a good pickup. <laughs> I just can't do anything like fully right. So we're going to keep working at it. I will never give up. I don't care if I don't win another fucking game. I'm going to be picking people up till the end of fucking time. Until don't give this, up. Don't ever give up. 
Where did I hear that before? Don't give up. <laughs> don't ever give up. I still, yeah, think, I still don't think you're the worst team. Dave, you're not the worst team. <laughs> hey, the, at the end of the day, this is how I keep myself saying. C.D. Lamb, Chris Olave, and a handful of other guys are keepers. I Dude, I, you, I think you, uh, as I recall, you offered me in a trade Olave a few weeks ago. I, mean, I did, and I'm so combination. Just, there was like four other players involved in that trade, and I'm kicking myself in the ass for not. He looks really smooth, doesn't he? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No uh, doubt. And, Dave, uh, I guess I owe you an apology of sorts. Last week, I and I think some of this made it to the podcast. Most of it did not. It was a long conversation about Rashad White, who I said, who the fuck is Rashad White? And he, he looked amazing. And, and uh, what you and uh, the firm dog had said was, uh, Fournette's got a, he's been carrying the ball so much, they're going to have to share the load. And uh, you were prescient about it. I mean, he's he a third a- round pick. You don't take a guy yeah. in the third round unless you believe something. And Fournette cannot, he's too, he, there's no way he can handle 35 touches a game anymore. He just can't. And White, you picked up, oh, I don't know. I'd have to go backwards, but is he keeper eligible? I'm going to guess he is, right? Oh, he's absolutely. A, yeah. Yeah. White was part of the deal in the water. They're the trade for uh, Waller. Yeah, I'm just seeing that now. All right. Well, since we've gone through my game and your game, I think you and I are the candidates for worst team in the league. Although Joe somehow escapes that conversation because he had a huge week and we're going to talk about his game, but I don't want to totally let him off the hook. I also know he has a response to Brian Fremming's comments, but we'll wait till you, we get to your game. We're going to, for this week, we're going to let you off the hook because you scored more points in one week than Dave and I did combined last week, practically. I, I'm looking at it, the worst team in the league. I still think it's you, Dave. I have more, I have more points for, and I have almost 100 more points against, which is an indicator. Look, I'm done arguing. I, I can't. Until I put together a week, like Joe's last week, which I think what I – I believe in my heart that it will happen eventually, but the unfortunate part is it's like a one in a million at this point. It's uh, I thought this team would average 120 points. It's more, it's averaging like 90, and uh, it is what it is. 94. There you go. It, it just I don't know. I, I I do think that not having Prescott play has hurt me. And I think the choice of Najee Harris in the first round has hurt me. If that would have been Cooper Cup or that would have been – there's there's a couple of moves that I should have done, but everyone can be backseat quarterback. I get it. I, I won't argue with you. Fine. I'm the worst team in the league as of this week. All right. It could ch- – I mean, it's, it's very close. And I'll tell you what, either of us could still make the playoffs. Although, another week like this for both of us, it's looking very unlikely. Nope, it's got to win out. You, you just got to win kitchen, some more. Yeah, this is our kitchen sink week. Hey, uh, uh, Dennis, did you see Did you see this deal? I'm sure you saw it on the game where uh, the 49ers-Rams game and that dude came running out with a pink smoke thing and Bobby Wagner just leveled him. Did yeah. you hear that guy filed charges against Bobby Wagner? Yep. Good luck, bro. Good luck. They won't, they won't even see the light of day. I would agree, but where did it happen? It didn't happen. All of that for a gender reveal, you were illegally on the field. For a gender reveal, get the hell out of here. But where did it happen? If, if there's one place in this entire country 
that could actually end up uh, having charges filed against him? Wouldn't it be? I know they're not in San Francisco. They're a little south, San Mateo or whatever, but still. I think more so in Oregon than there. I don't know. Who knows? But he's illegally on the field. It won't see the light of day. He's lucky he didn't break that dude's fucking arm, shoulder or something. I would have busted him up. Football is a strange sport, uh, Dave, in that you've got – you see this in no other professional sport. Like, guys that are pretty good players just get cut. Like, Bobby Wagner, it's not like he's done. It's not like in baseball when you DFA someone. This happens constantly. You got Like, uh, Blake Martinez, who was the best, I thought, defensive player on the Giants, gets cut before the first game. The Raiders are signing him, or, or I don't remember, somebody. I think it was the Raiders. What's that all about, Dave? Money, I think it's cap space. Where they're going to spend the money and, and who they're going to play, and if they have somebody below them that they've brought in, they're going to give playing time to them. I, I don't know. I hey, that I mentioned yet that I will trade Kyle Pitts for a good offer. <laughs> you, you have not mentioned it on this podcast, but you have uh, you've brought it up to others prior to this, and now it's out sorry there. To step, sorry, sorry to step on your thought there, Michael. Well, let's be let's be so, Michael. Are we going to that game next? Are we going to? Yeah, uh, we are. All We're right, take the lead on. Take it. This take is it. yeah. It's domestic violence. This game. Well, it's. I think this is Joe's coming out party. Like this is he beat on the girl team. Destroy. I beat the women's division. Right, but then you got her on the back door, too, with your fucking bench. <laughs> the back door? Well, look, look J.K. Dobbins is the the rest of the year, right? He's Melvin Gordon just inherited the entire – I mean, Mike Boone out of the University of Cincinnati is not going to be getting carries for Denver. Gordon's going to be the one carrying the ball. Julio Jones just came back. Everett's I'd like be happy bird. to trade Gordon, too, so make me an offer. <laughs> Your biggest problem, Joe, as I see it going forward, is trying to figure out who the fuck to play. <laughs> yeah, my biggest problem, Frim Dog, is my team is so fucking old. Uh, I think he's no. called it ancient. Well, let me His team's it. ancient. I, you know, it's Tom Brady and uh, Julio Jones. I only play one of the two, but Frim Dog, my team is not fucking ancient. I think Miles Sanders, Jeff Wilson, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel – all quality fucking players. It just hasn't lined up until last week. So, um, do I do I think I'm going to make the playoffs? Ugh. I think I'm a bottom feeder with MDG and Dave. But you know, we'll see. That's why we play the entire season, and we'll see where it goes. But I think I have a decent team. Not cream of the crop. Not playoff. <laughs> well, worthy, his team's ancient. We can play into the playoffs. I think. But here's here's the thing I'll say to. Because you're all one and three, right? Oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here's here's your saving grace being a the one and three teams. And your eyes are three fours close. This is going to be great. You're being recorded. <laughs> there are six teams that are at two and two. Yeah. And you guys are at one I'll and cover three. That. Every one of y'all win. There's a there's We're a going to go to two and three. Yeah, but think, think about those six other teams that are all two and three. Or two Do you and guys two right know now. what he's talking about? Does that make sense to you? I don't understand that. He's just saying they we're still no in clue. the mix. <laughs> he's saying we're still in the mix, right, Dennis? Yes. There you go. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll yeah. 
All right. Didn't we just talk about that three minutes ago? All right. right. We did, we did. But hold on. Let, let's stay on this game for one minute. Because I'm not I, leaving this game. We haven't talked about the Hussies yet. I was going to say. Oh, let, let's talk. Let's continue talking about my team. Fuck the Hussies. I crushed her like a bug. You, you did, and you you got you got players. I want a little respect. Can I get a little respect for one? I, I looked at your please? team, Joe, and I'm like, how the how the hell were you? Oh, and three. How the hell were you that low? I mean, that was an amazing. If you guys can do that every week, you're you're. Um, Dennis, I'm just happy I'm not last right now. I'm close, but I'm not last. So I'm good. I don't know where the 163 came from, but I will say this much. Had the Hussies played other teams last week, not you at 163, she would have beaten me. She would have beaten the Teds. She would have beaten Detroit House of Half. She would have beaten one of the 4-0 teams, the Supreme Leader Fry. She would have beaten the X-Men, and she would have beaten the other 4-0 team, the Montgomery Mean Machine. She's still the worst team on paper. By one point. How can she team is on paper? We're the worst team is on paper. Score. Matchups and uh, luck pretty much rule the day. So, yeah. It's all about matchups. But she, if you're in that 115 to 120 range, you got a shot. But I'll tell you, I don't mind the Hussy team. Uh Look, I had 163 this past week. I think I'll do – I'm good for, like, 82 this weekend. So. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, we're going to look at that game in just a minute. Uh, let's let's talk about this. Uh, I call him the great pretender. Uh, the pretender, 4-0, Supreme Leader Fry, Detroit House of Half, beat, beat uh, Half very easily – 113 to 87 and you guys can break down the the details of the game i just want to say there is and dave i know you don't agree this is an indicator but there is a number that is such an outlier with jay fry's team it's the points against he's had 330 points against there's no one else even in the 300s so there's at least 70 points you have to jump to the next team which would be the other 4-0 team at 413. But but then we have teams well out into the 500s. We've got uh Joe's got 514. I've got 527 against. Um, those are the two 500 teams. I mean, Jay Fry has 200 points on me on points against. If you want to be exact, 197. That is not sustainable for that team. You guys break down the game. I don't think that's sustainable. The teams Jay Fry has played to date have scored an average of 83 points a game against him. Yeah. I would be 5-4-0 if I played the same fucking teams. So, you know, love Jay Fry, love his team. I don't – it's not a championship, championship team. Without any freaking doubt, it's not a championship team. But, you know – He's uh he's gonna play the tougher teams coming up later in the season. So good luck to him. I mean, the the other way to position it though, I can call him the pretender, but at four and oh, he's almost for sure in the playoffs at this point, right? He has to be. It'd be very surprising. Maybe worst case scenario, he's the sixth seed. And once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. Injuries can occur, a guy can blow up. Uh, we, still so, got, we still have to go through bye weeks 
So it's real simple to throw up a 77, throw up an 80 a couple of weeks in a row. Well, look, points are points, though. He scored 113, and he was missing a top 10 wide receiver in the entire league. And I'm on St. Brown. <laughs> like, I, it's Ross St. Brown is a number, he's eight, which means that probably includes last week when he didn't play. So he's probably top five. Yeah. If you just he was just injured play. last week, he didn't play. Yeah. He didn't play. He was he out. Scored, he didn't get any of that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Curtis look, he, his up, team up is what it is. I think Jaylen he knows Curtis. what he's doing. Hef, on the other hand, he's in the same situation we've been talking about the entire night, which is who the fuck do you play, right? He had to play Herbert with Montgomery out. He comes in with 10, which is respectable, but not good. But then you got Penny busting out with 28. You got Swift on the bench. Are you going to sit Pittman? Are you going to sit Johnson? Are you going to sit Higgins? Who the fuck are you going to play? This is going to be a really interesting end of the season because it's all going to be about managerial decisions. Who you put in the games? It's it's probably uh, I'm probably splitting hairs, but I I think you at this point you put in Penny over Herbert. In terms of their offenses, the Seahawks do not have a good defense, but their offense is okay. Who, who do you put him in over though? Who who this week would you have started Penny over? For Herbert, Herbert's the number two running back in the NFL in yards per carry. It's his first start. Remember, uh, Montgomery points, and he plays for the Bears. He doesn't get the opportunities. They're look, a bad look, team. He's got Dalvin Cook and Herbert in his starting lineup. He's got Swift and Penny on the bench. He's in a tough spot. He had the players, but what are you going to no, do? Dave's point, what are you going to do? He had no business uh, playing that Deontay Johnson wide receiver. You moved uh, – Pittman out of your flex, put him at wide receiver, and then you put in uh, Penny. How, how, how do you how do you not play Pittman? The guy could have run for thirty five points. I mean, it's you pay take out the Jamoke. Any uh, Pittsburgh wide receiver right now is dog shit. And this prior to that, he was 12, 13, 16. Like he's in yeah. middle teens all season long. Yeah. If, if Pittman played for a high output team. Let's say Pittman paid, played for the Chiefs. He'd be their number one wide receiver for sure. No well, he'd have to have a second last name. It'd have to be like Pittman Smith. <laughs> he used Pittman Jr., though. Jr., Pittman Jr. <laughs> All right, close enough. That works. Yeah. Pittman Jr. I'll tell you what's carried, what's carried Jay Fry has been Jalen Hurts. That's what's carried him. Hurts, Hurts only had 15 points last week. So yeah, but he's averaging 27 points. Right. Agreed. That's agreed. And I think Hertz is uh, doing wonders for Philly, but then you put Kelsey did in not did, did not carry uh, Jay Fry's team. He only had 15 points last week. No, I'm, hey, I'm just saying. Hey, Dennis, Tra- Travis Kelsey, college? Wichita State. University of Cincinnati. Yes, sir. Go Bearcats. Uh, with his uh, brother, Jason? Jason Kelsey, Jason for the, the center of the Eagles. Eagles. They have a podcast apparently that's pretty good, according to. I well, think let's get them on here. Let's get let's hook up and do a <laughs> mutual pod with the uh, Kelsey brothers. All right, we you know? beat that pretty well. Let's talk about the newest fan 
of the Dallas Cowboys. Johnny Boy, John, Winton County Warlords loses 122 points he had against the V team, Vagina. John decided this week, or maybe it was last week, maybe I'm late to the news, Dennis. He's he's now decided he's a total fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. What in the fuck is this? This John being John. That's uh it's crazy. <laughs> Just saying that to make you guys mad. No, no. John's putting up jumping up 122 points. You expect you put up 122, you got a good Got and then vagina just put it and put it on and put it in. Look, there, there's two reasons why he likes the Cowboys. One, he's trying to make you mad, or two, he finally married his girlfriend. Well, I, that is number two, or number I'll call it number three. I don't think he did that, but it's because he's down in that goddamn Laredo all the time, and every single person in Laredo is a Cowboys fan. Every single person. They'll throw you out of the city if you're not. It means they're all out. He's sitting around, you know, after, uh, you know, watching the game. Everybody's rooting for him. He's like, oh, I'll root for them, too. I don't know. That's like somebody who's like a, a, a Christian, a born-again Christian their entire life, and then d- deciding to join the, the Church of Lucifer or something. I'm open a whorehouse. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm moving to the whore. I'm moving from building churches to whorehouses. What's the address of that whorehouse? Here's the thing. I mean, he's he's not as much of a sports polygamist as Dave. Dave has like 18 teams that he loves. In in fact, (laughs) we've been on 25 minutes. He's changed his cap, uh, baseball cap, from a Mariner cap to a Padres cap. So that just explains everything you need to know right there. But John's a little gray about what his teams are too. What's his baseball team? He's the Astros? Didn't he grow up uh, Tigers? Astros, Tigers. Astros, Tigers. No, no. Well, first thing too is fine, Brigham Young. What, why are we talking about baseball? Hold on a minute. If you move a thousand miles, you're allowed to root for the team in the city that you're in. That's not fair. He lives in Houston. He wants to be a Dallas fan. More than a thousand miles from fucking Detroit. What we should be talking about is Hayden Hurst shit the bed. Cordell Patterson got fucking hurt and he's out. Gone. Oh, he's gone. He might have died. We don't even know. Yeah, he's out. And he is for vagina just fucking crushed him like a bug. Chubb Chubb did well. A bear Herbert. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't say a bear. Herbert. It should be a bear. It should be a bear. Seventy-three points. McCaffrey finally did something good for him, and he Correct. fucking still lost by like. 40 points. Well, look, the, the only thing Mike V did wrong this week was play my player, James Robinson, who everyone laughed at me for not playing, which I knew would come back to earth. But anyway, Mike's I'll team... I'll trade you Travis ETN for James Robinson. Mike's, Mike's team actually... Uh, and then he's got 41 on the bench with Sharon Gunn. Yeah, he could, he could have scored 190. Hey, Mike V is 2-2, two and two, and I think he's closer to a championship than Dennis at 4-0. Sorry. And, and he doesn't – look, here's the deal. James Cook, Russell Gage, Albert – I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. have got to be on – I've got to want to be on Gunn. Owen Bomb? 
basically has three open positions on its roster, and, and he's still putting up 168. Like, Jesus. It's hey, like you didn't even try and he put up 168. I mean, come on. Dave owes a huge apology to Mike V, and you know why. You know what player I'm talking about, Dave. You owe him an apology. What are you talking about? Hawkinson. Hawkinson. He went for 39. Oh, you that was huge. Him. You're like, why do you keep him in your – like every week he's – I wouldn't say it was just Dave. I, MDG, I think you were pretty much ranking on Hawkinson too for the first four weeks. And I think well, everybody was. Players to play. How the fuck is he still playing Hawkinson? Seven, five, out 39. 10, 39. Seven, next five, week, 10, he, 39. Next week, he will have two. What other tight end besides Travis Kelsey goes for eight for 179 and two touchdowns? TJ Hawkinson, my brother. Exactly. This, uh, this, I'll tell you what, though, this uh, John team. It's one of these teams that started real high in points and slowly but surely losing points. And Joe, like at least three times a week, uh, Dennis sends a text to John that calls Christian McCaffrey Mick Plastic. <laughs> and he really hasn't done much until last week. Yeah, John's team is in serious decline. Serious decline. Uh, it's not good. He's one Christian McCaffrey injury away from disaster mode. All right. Somehow this guy got away with a terrible move last week. Uh, the drunken tailgaters, Brian Frimming, win 131 to 124. He did not check the London game. <laughs> he uh, claimed that he was at his uh, kid's soccer game. Like they don't have cell service in Cincinnati. Because they announced 90 minutes before the game that Kamara wasn't playing. Uh, well, let's be honest. He, he only really saved seven points, nine points. He still won. It, yeah, that's a good point, too. But he won, so it doesn't fucking matter. If you win, it doesn't matter. Can. Yeah. If and he also won. played Bateman, who got hurt, right? So he, he demolished. He scored 131 with basically two players that were out totally, and one missed the entire second half. Dear God. I, I don't believe in this team anymore. I really don't. I'm not even sure they're going to make the playoffs. Which team are you talking about? The Taliators. Oh, I, I disagree. Any team with Patrick Mahomes and Barkley and Jefferson, I think have a solid shot at making the playoffs. That's pretty strong. I also don't even think you've seen the cusp of what Godwin will do if they become the team that they think they're going to become. Brady's got to step Godwin up. too? Oh, yes, yeah. he does have Godwin. Yeah. No, he's I got running Gators are pretty strong. Frim Dog's pretty strong, except around. this team is pretty fucking old. He's got an old team. Isn't Barkley number one running back in fantasy right now? I think so. No. Nick Chubb. No, Chubb. Chubb. Position oh, rank number one, Saquon Barkley. I just pulled it up. All right. I was just going to say, probably on points, it's Barkley. Total, I was just thinking total yards rushing. It's Chuck. His team, it looks to me exactly like yours, Dennis. He has got to find some running back help. It, Kamara hasn't played well the entire year, and there is 
Unless you're going to go Chase Edmonds. I'm yeah. just not sure that's going to yeah. do anything. Like Had I said, career I have moves is pretty solid. I'm ready. I think that's all the games from last week. Uh, let, let's uh, take a quick look forward at this week's games. Before we do that, Dave, I have this concept. I've texted it to you before, but now I'm formalizing it. It's called Gorman's Law. Unless some other fucker out on the internet came up with this. Gorman's Law. What it is, is every, because the world of pop culture and celebrities and sports people has so ballooned in the last 30 years, every single day, someone quote unquote famous dies every single day, Gorman's Law. It's a thing, Joe. That somebody famous dies every day? Every day. And by famous, I don't mean like uh, Donald Trump famous, maybe, but just so, a name you know. You go, hey, I know that person. That's a thing. But that that's going to be our life for the next 30 years with baby boomers, right? Like, that, that's the reality we live in. Well, as you get older, people die. I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. But so, what I'm, what I'm saying, Joe, world. is what, let's say uh, when we were younger and somebody famous died, it was more of a big deal. Like once a week, every couple of weeks. Now it is constant because the the number of people that are in the zeitgeist or whatever you want to call it have it's 10x or 20x or something what it was let's say in 1978. Judy Tanudu died yesterday. So we're we talking about Edward Norton. Did he die? <laughs> I had not heard that. No, I hope not. No, he's not dead. <laughs> All right, let's from MTV fame. Uh, I I still remember the God. I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. Maybe you guys can bring it back to me. Rounders. He's, he's critiquing a telemarketer on that call. And he's like, "Hey, you're not trying to. Sell, you're not selling me." Was it Rounders? Wait, no. Ed no, Edward. Edward Norton? Norton? I think yeah. you're thinking of Boiler Room. I think you're thinking of somebody else. It or is what? Boiler Room. Yeah. And the guy's last name is. That's that Giovanni, what's his name? Giovanni, right? whatever. Yeah, yeah. VC or whatever. That's who it is. He's hey, that's who I want to play me. Oh, oh gotcha. Giovanni. Oh, that actually makes a lot more sense. Yes. Oh, what Joe was talking guy, about for Giovanni, Dia, whatever his name is. Yes. For Got our it. listeners that have no idea what Joe's talking about, before, <laughs> before the podcast began, we were talking about if there'd be a movie about a certain subject and Joe would be in it. And he said he wanted uh, Ed, Edward Norton to play him a younger version of it in this unsaid, we're not going to talk about it movie. All right. But you change your mind. It's the kid from uh, Giovanni Giovisi. Jen of whatever his name whatever. is. Whatever. Yeah. That's the guy. I, I think he's the star of Private Ryan. Like he is the best, uh, he does the best acting in that movie is what I'm saying. All right, let's, uh, Dennis, let's let's do the outlook that we like to do and see what is upcoming this week. We had a game last night, terrible game, boring game uh, between the Denvers and the Indies. One of the worst games, primetime games in history ever. Disgusting. Right. We got the Nasty Habits are going against the Lincoln County Warlords. ESPN says that Joe will win only by two points, Joe. Oof. 
Yeah, it's a win. It is. You're calling it a win? <laughs> it's a win. Racket. Racket. Uh, next up would be the Hussies against Bishop Sycamore. I'm right now uh, up 22 to 14 and projected to lose the game 124 to 104. But one of my guys is stepping up this week. Aaron Rodgers in London. He's going to go off against the Giants. The, he, Let's be honest. The fact that you walked out of that fucking clusterfuck with 22 fucking points is unfucking believable. Defense. McManus should have had two more field goals last night. One was blocked. I have no idea what that was all about. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Cortland Sutton, say what you want to about the guy. Even if he doesn't score touchdowns, he gives me into double digits. I'm happy about that. The Huddle Hussy, it's going to come down to how does it go on Sunday night against the Ravens. That's that's her whole week because she's got Burrow. Oh, wow. She got 14 from the defense. I didn't even see that. Yeah, I know. That's a big score in our league. Yeah. Why does she get the Denver defense? Dennis, is 14 a big score in our league for defenses? It's a huge score. If you look at our average defensive score, it's like eight fucking points. Why? Because we don't put yards on our special teams. I don't like the drugs you're on, Dennis. They make you no fun. (laughs) Your eyes are Did you you see my rule proposals last night, Dennis? Did you see those? But that was genius. Funds inside the 20. Yes. No, your idea sucked. And then the, <laughs> rules, then the rules commissioner came in. Like, if the software could support it, I would love that. I think that's the greatest idea. Not punts. You were making a joke about punts, but Dennis takes it as the as the chairman of the rules committee. He understands how to frame these things. He says punts inside of the 20. Yes, you should get points for that. We, we need to create our own fantasy platform. I think it's point, point per yard on the punt. Plus, oh. you know. wait. So here's here's what it could be gross or minus, but here's what we failed to understand. Gross or net? I'm sorry. Defense and special teams scoring is the yards. So, for example, Devin Devinay runs back a 100 yard kickoff return and gets six points. Josh Bell just hit a two run home run. That's so. All exciting. right, we're about to wrap up the podcast. Thanks, Dennis. The special teams, the special teams get six points. Yeah. Should have, should have been 16 points altogether. Are you mocking me or what? Sorry. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, Dennis and I have lamented over this fact for years. It sucks when you have a guy on your team, right? Let's say he's a wide receiver, but he also returns punts sometimes or kickoffs. Yeah. And let's say he runs one back. You don't get a single point for that. That's not right. No. Oh, get the fuck it's, out it's of like here. It's like you're dating you don't get the a yard. woman you don't that. Get the it's not right. I'm telling you. It's In my right. other league, we get that. Is it and your Canadian league? 15 points. I think we should count how long it takes you to walk to your car, too. So people like Romeo Dobbs, who have to park in the real parking lot, take more steps than the guys who get to park next to the stadium. <laughs> All right. Also... This week, we've got uh, Brian Freming's Drunken Tailgaters against the in-decline House of Half. Right now, it says the Tailgaters are going to win big, 135 to 104. Did we pick a winner for your game? He he conveniently skipped over that one. You you over the girl? We already talked about that, Dennis. 
Okay. Yes. Sorry. I'm going to win. Yes. I'm going to one of my Aaron. Oh, okay. I didn't actually say this. I'm going all in on Green Bay against the Giants in London at 6.30 in the morning. I will have Aaron Johnson. I'll have A.J. Dillon and Bob uh, Bob Tanyan. Bob Tanyan will also – coming out will be – uh, uh, What about Dubs? You going to put Dubs in too? Uh, Dubs is already in, and I'll be taking Kittle out and putting in Bob Tanyan in his place. Bob Tanyan, yeah. Yeah, I'm going all in on Green Bay. This is their coming out party. They've sucked so far this year. This is the, I mean, the fuck is Aaron Johnson? Can, can you tell me who Aaron Johnson is? Did I say Aaron, Aaron Johnson? Jason Dillon. Roger. Oh, AJ Dillon. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right. Did I say that? No. Is that you or not? Check the tape. All right. Uh, the House of Half. He got 10 out of Pittman last night. Um, yeah, he's not going to do great. Nope. Nope. This would be framing. Oh, boy. Uh, the one that we bet on like crazy, the Ted's against uh, in decline Supreme Leader Fry. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, the Ted's are supposed to win according to the projection 111 to 108. Uh, Jay Fry, it doesn't help. He had that Najee Hines in uh, who got hurt. On, I don't know why I'm laughing. On the very first play of the game last night. So I was like reading some stuff on Twitter. There were there were a bunch of tweets that said, I hate the guy. Instead of expressing interest about what happened to somebody getting concussed, the only thing they worry about is their fantasy team. And I thought... Yeah, Jay probably sent that out within seconds of him doing like the tour. Learn <laughs> with my flex. Learn with my flex. <laughs> oh, shit. I think uh, Singletary's going to go off for a big game. I think they're going to pounce on Pittsburgh, and there's going to be so many points by the first half, it's going to be all Singletary in, in the second half. They'll end up with like 23 points. I, I, and that'll be the difference maker. I, I think the Ted's will win this week. I do. They're just going to keep marching along. Uh, and he, uh, as mentioned earlier, he will be on the podcast in coming weeks. And Dave, he apparently has a huge grudge with you now. So let's see what happens with that whole situation. You have been uh, full on slandering the Canadian Southern youth. Look, there's nothing that makes me more nervous than a Canadian coming to slander me. Hey. Oh, I'm going to make you sorry. All right. And then uh, we've got Dave. You're playing against Mike V. Uh, as we talked about earlier, I, yeah, Mike V is just a sharp player. Like, obviously, the guy, he's a finance analysis kind of guy. He's super sharp. And he has been since the day he joined this league. I'm worried about this team. I am certain he will beat you no matter that the projection says that he's only win by one point. Uh, he'll make changes. He'll do waiver things. He's playing 3D chess. We'll see. It will all come down to, uh, in my opinion, it will all come down to what happens with his quarterback and my defense. If Kyler Murray steps up, good for him. If he doesn't, I shall get a lot of points on defense, and we shall not score them on offense. 
So what you're saying is it depends upon which team gets more points. Well, it depends on what Kyler Murray does, right? He's that's the outcome, yes. What do you? What's your uh, average score this year, Dave? What are you averaging per game? Ninety-four, I believe. So he scored one hundred and sixty-eight points last week. He he could probably beat you just with half of that, scoring half of that this week. So he's also messing with you with James Robinson in the lineup against you. James Robinson will put up a forty this week just to mess with you. We've already established I'm in last. I'm the last place team. He should beat me. Whatever. Let's see what happens. There's only two teams that are scoring less than 100 points per week. I know. MDG at 96 and Dave (laughs) at 94. There we go. And I'm just above that by just a little bit. You're 99.8? Dave and I are the 107.8, but thank you. Dave and I are the reverse of a, a valedicted, uh, valedictorian and salutatorium. Reverse, inverse, inverse. And inverse proposition. Exactly. Uh, I don't know, but Dave, who knows? Maybe, maybe I don't think you're going to win, but you never know. Hey, look, if I lose this week, the season's pretty much over. And then it becomes who wants C.D. Lamb DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Olave, oh, or Rasheed White as a keeper. Let's get the trades going, baby. D. Lamb is not a keeper, or or is he a keeper from past years? He's been my keeper the last two years. He's got another year left. It's all right. I don't have your keepers memorized. It sounds like collusion, Dave. Are you colluding with another team, or – I'm colluding with myself, who, who is apparently terrible. So I get that. Opening to, he's open to collusion. You're open to collusion, is what you're saying. I'm open to anything at this point. I will say this much: my prediction for your team: a combined forty points between Waddle and AJ Brown this week. The teams they're playing and the defenses. There's probably a lot of points there. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, have we covered all of the upcoming games? I, I think we have. I believe we have. We haven't talked about Anthony in my game for this week. Yeah, we're not going to. Let's move forward. <laughs> I, we didn't why, anyway. I think we did. Yeah, the, okay. We'll we did. Talk. We did. We did, I'm Dennis. Sorry. No, we didn't. <laughs> Actually, we didn't because let's talk about Russell Wilson last night. So it's the uh, Montgomery <laughs> Mean Machine against need some TDs and whoa eight points out of your quarterback Russell Wilson he looked terrible he was constantly on the ground he was sacked I don't even know how many times six two interceptions he should have been intercepted more than that the ball's going everywhere and I know that you're 4-0 but I don't think you're gonna win and, and, and you wanted to talk about this game Dennis you're not yeah, winning this week yeah because I'm going to tip my hat and say anything can happen, but uh, I think Anthony's going to take me this week. But we shall see. Yeah. So, so, so Dennis, my, my question to well, you. Well, that, that's the easy way out, Dennis. Come on. Why? What? What? Talk about it. Listen, I, I got a shot just like everybody else. Right? It just depends on what happens. I, listen, Wilson hasn't been spectacular for me all year. He had one good week last week. That doesn't bother me. 
Javante Williams going down, that doesn't bother me. He wasn't producing anyway. So, and I've still been 4 and up. So, the lucky that runs out, or I take some of my moves and make something happen. Who are the Bills playing this week? Joe. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh. Hmm. Who has the worst defense in the league? Pittsburgh. So, Pittsburgh. yeah, Allen's probably got 41 points, but that's why I got McKenzie in. Try to- because as the Bills go, oh, so this, go this, Dennis, I, I hope that I'm wrong on this. I think you're going to lose this week for fucking playing that guy. Why the? I know you're trying to offset his quarterback. It's matchups. You're you're playing a wide receiver three, and you're sitting a wide receiver one. But he's not three. He's not actually three because the number one starter. His so it's Diggs and who's number two? You're playing McKenzie. No, that Dennis. He's up. He's up. I I hate that. You have better players than that. You could do a lot more than that. I mean, we're not on here to. Tell people what to do, but I hope I'm wrong. Is this part of the gold package? No, but but you're talking about you're going up against the Chargers. We're going to throw the ball and score points, which means Cleveland is actually not going to be able to run the ball the entire fucking game, which means they only have one player to throw to, which is your goddamn number one wide receiver. Yeah, which is the only one they had to throw to last week who got three fucking points. Look, Dennis, you picked up Isaiah McKenzie off of waivers, and I'm like, yeah, that's a good pickup. But he's wouldn't put him. it in my wouldn't put him in my starting lineup. He's he's the he's WR three for them or yes. four. Yeah. yeah, probably number four. I'm I'm probably gonna have to edit this portion out because I I typically will not send something out or giving people uh, lineup advice whether they're on the call or not, um, unless I'm given reverse advice. You know, Jameson Crowder is out. Uh, still, but I don't know. I'm, listen, I'm just playing. I'm just no. Look at it tomorrow, and you're not so high, Dennis. You're one and four. Let's so let's move on. It's only Sorry. one defeated, undefeated Wait, what the team. Fuck? You already took my advice and picked up Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I love it. Who got him? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! That was my play. I thought I had a couple more weeks. All I right. told him like an hour ago to go pick him up. <laughs> well, it's probably only teams that are going to be in the playoffs that that pickup will matter for anyway. Oh, Play him as a keeper. It's a good pickup. Oh, boy. I had so Dennis and Jay Fryer both going to lose this week. They're going to one and four, and everybody else is going to three and two, one game behind, right? That's what it's looking like. All right. No? So it's time to – I think – I think we've said everything that needs to be said, everything that can be said, and things that don't need to be said. Uh, parting shot from you, Joe. Yo, Frim Dog. Love to meet you in person, bro- brother. It's all good. That's all I got. Sounds gay. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dennis? The Denver Broncos and Indianapolis Colts should be barred from playing a primetime game for at least the next two years. That's gayer than what I just said. So thanks, Dennis. That was good, Dennis. Dave? I look forward to a fucking week. We can talk about my team not being the worst. Thank you. And uh, I just like to say, look, this is not a baseball podcast, and no one cares about my fantasy baseball team in a league I've been in for 20 years. Did you win? 
I won the championship back to back, first back to back championship in a league I've been in 20 years. And in fact, I'm building building a dynasty. And listen, this is why, Joe, uh, I'm four years in a row in the World Series in this league. The first two, I'm Buffalo Bills. Lose, lose, but the last two, championship. It's those fucking wagons. Oh, and by the way, it's an auction league with keepers. Oh, Jesus Christ. I knew there was a fucking thing to this. (laughs) Here we go. All right. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And go home. Be safe. We love you.